Right. Doing a podcast then? Yeah. Do a quick little podcast. Just whop one out. Just push it out. <laughs> In my throat. Extravagantly. <laughs> so, what's our podcast going to be about? It's a spin-off, basically, isn't it? Yeah. It's a spin-off of the Real Work podcast where we talk more about us. We just talk um, more. Full yeah. stop. <laughs> and <laughs> we need a disclaimer at um, at the top of the show, don't we? Like, don't try this at home. Like, you know, we're not ex- what if people <laughs> what if people come to this through the algorithm, the ADHD algorithm, looking for inspiration, medical advice, up to date res- it's not that, is it? It's not so don't don't try anything that we recommend. Not explicitly, but I wouldn't rule out inspiring <laughs> people through just just th- as a byproduct, feeling inspired okay. as a byproduct of hearing it. Okay, so what are they going to get? People want to know what they're going to get, don't they? Mm. Funny, are we going to be funny? I think we will be in part, parts of it, I think will be funny, yeah. So should we put it in the, the humour section? But then there's a the pressure to be consistently funny. Yeah, I worry about setting yourself up to be funny. I think it's better to yeah. under-promise and over-deliver when it comes to comedy. You know? Interesting. Yeah. I agree with you. I mean, we're 10 minutes in and we haven't been funny. Hmm. Okay. Maybe we'll downplay how funny it's going to be and we'll just talk yeah. about, we'll just say that it's what, going to be. What's the selling about... point then? What's the USP? Because we're not giving advice. We're not being funny. <laughs> hmm. I think the selling point is. <laughs> the journey. The journey. We're all on a journey. <laughs> And this, this podcast is for anybody at any point on their journey through. On their neurodiversity journey. On their neuro, neurodiverse journey. But I also think that, you know, everybody will be able to relate to the stuff that we talk about. Because we talk about this stuff personally all the time. It's why we've decided to do a podcast about it. And everyone relates to that at some point in their lives. So. You know, I just think it's everyone, it's, it's like a party, a party that everyone's welcome to. That could be the tagline, actually. Smashed it. <laughs> a spin-off podcast is um, kind of appetite for ADHD because people with ADHD, one of the, the principal traits is spinning off, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Attention spinning off. Yeah. So we were doing really well on our other podcasts. We had a, a, an established listenership. We'd invested money in it. We had an audience. We were winning awards. Mm-hmm. And then we decided to make this one instead, which has no listeners. Yeah. <laughs> no money invested in it. Possibly, a very loose brief, no which is clear, Yeah, no clear yeah. idea of what it's actually going to be. <laughs> so in a way, just this episode could illustrate... Um, neurodiversity just by existing. How meta. Do you know what I think we should do is I think we should start with 
a bit of background, a bit of context as to how we came to have the idea to do it. And I think that will help illustrate what kind of thing you're going to get. Great. So shall I start? Please do. <laughs> so my name is Florian and I'm the founder of Real Work, the women's online co-working space, which is a membership for women who work for themselves, they freelance. And what I was noticing is a lot of people in this area talking about ADHD, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, or indeed ADD, attention, that one. And I noticed that when they talked about it, I tended to very quickly get in touch with my inner misogynist who's a scientist who works in the sciences. What's his name? <laughs> and says, um, I'm not sure. Let's think of it later. I mean, he's, you know, he's, he, he's pretty confident about everything. So he's probably Hugh or something like that. Mm. Um, Hugo. And he says, I'm not really sure that this thing exists. Mm. It's where the worried well, um, over treating themselves, you know, over diagnosing their kids, etc." So I would listen to people and I'd kind of think that and push it back in the box when actually I was identifying hard. But <laughs> I just didn't want to look at it because I don't, it just doesn't sound cool, does it, ADHD? It just doesn't, it's just not the one I want to be in. You know, if I want to be in one of the, you know, in one of the margins, that's definitely not the one I choose. So I just kind of said, oh yeah, you know, and supported them. And then it just got, very a lot there was just a lot of it happening and then the thing that actually made me look into it was that I realized that all the women who are identifying as being diagnosed as ADHD were people who'd when I'd met them I instantly got on with them and communicated really well with them like they were really my people me you're and, me is you're talking about me aren't you I mean yeah to some extent I did have it with you <laughs> to some extent, what? <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't resist that. You're so vulnerable. It's so hot. I can feel your vulnerability in the heat. So I just couldn't help it. And I just felt that kitten looking up at me. I just needed to kick it. Tell me you sorry. love me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I couldn't. <laughs> yeah, I love being with you. The. And. I said, I love you to someone in my last relationship and they didn't respond. And then they sort of mustered, you know, the, the minimum. And I just thought, oh God, that's nice. stop doing that. Did they say that? It's quite ADHD, isn't it? To what, do oh, that, to be like, to <laughs> I blurted it out. Mm. And um, I read this thing saying um, that saying I love you at the wrong time is like, um, it's um, like using open sesame. It's like you have this idea that if you start saying that, then it's something, a kind of phrase you can call on when you need the other person to like do stuff or give you affirmation. <laughs> but I love you. <laughs> I love it. So I'm like thinking that sounds great. I want a word like that, a magic word yeah. in my life. So let's, you know, if that's potentially available in this relationship, let's start it right now. <laughs> let's just float the idea. I love you. <laughs> Tumbleweed. Tumbleweed. Unfortunately, mm. yeah. So where were we? 
If there's you and me on this call, we need a rudder, don't we? We need someone who hasn't got ADHD to steer us back. Or we need a topic list. I know what we're talking about. We're talking about how did I come to get diagnosed? And um, yesterday, let's put that out there. I've known that I have ADHD for one day, yeah, but lots of people hours. have known me my whole life <laughs> seem to know before me. Mm. Not even 24 hours yet. It was the end of the day. Mm, wow. It was five minutes before I publicized it on Instagram to my 10,000 followers because that's what you do when you've got this right hey everyone <laughs> hey, hey, 10,000 followers I'm an expert on this yeah 11,000 although they're going down at the moment because the more I'm being me I'm hemorrhaging followers but you know never mind so then I just thought listen it could answer some questions there's some interesting conversations dip your turn in the water and find out mm. and then I did the tests, four written tests and the psychologist and psychiatrist thing. And I win ADHD. She said, I said, are you sure? No. Could, is there, no. Have I definitely? Yes. Yeah. Are you complete? Yes. Is that my house knocking? Front door, be right back. Okay. Coming. Coming. back what was it it is patio furniture i bought in the middle of the night <laughs> okay <laughs> okay i haven't opened it yet keep the packaging let's um that could be a good episode what you've bought in the middle of the night things you've bought. <laughs> you next i'm waiting on a delivery of a weighted hula hoop after mm. picking one up at a Hindu at the weekend and becoming an expert in instantly seconds. obsessed. Yeah. So um, um, I've got one eye on you on the screen and one eye out the window waiting for the Royal Mail van. And if it arrives while we're recording, make no mistake, I will be constructing mid-recording. <laughs> you will be hula hooping. <laughs> yeah. So one day post-diagnosis, what are our subjects going to be for the podcast? I would really like to talk on this podcast about all the things that have started to make sense to me when I look back on my life since being diagnosed. So I was diagnosed just over a year ago. Yeah. How did you come to ask that question about yourself? It was actually through lockdown. Um, I started to really struggle with the lack of things to do. And I felt like the conversations I was having with my friends, it just felt like they weren't struggling as much with the lack of things to do. It seemed like they would sort of say, oh, I, oh, it'd be nice to go to the pub, wouldn't it? Or, oh, I, I'm looking forward to being able to go to Topshop. And I was just like, I just need to do anything. I don't care what it is. I need to be somewhere different. I need to do something different. I, Restlessness. I would not care whether it was going for a walk around a graveyard. I just need to have never seen that graveyard before. I need something different. The, the monotony of living in the house and being able to go out once a day, 
I really, really, really struggled with that um, lack of difference. And I started to... Um... Can I stop you? Yes. <laughs> so the biggest impact of the pandemic for you was not being able to visit graveyards. <laughs> Relatable content. <laughs> Do you know what I mean, oh, though? I didn't... I Boris didn't Johnson I saying, stay happened. home, <laughs> stay home. <laughs> Spray your mail. Do not go out. Do not visit graveyards. <laughs> Stay away. Yeah, I just wanted to go out anywhere different and do something different. Just I to felt bring like down I was the government. If Boris, they found out that Boris Johnson had snuck out and visited a graveyard, <laughs> everyone would be like, "I stayed away for graveyards for two years." Yeah, and he goes, he's just been visiting graves willy nilly. <laughs> He's got to go. Why was that the first thing I thought of? I would have actually just loved to go for a mooch around Tesco. When was the last time you've actually been to a graveyard? Probably about five years ago. You see? See, it would have been a good thing because it would have been very different. You were due a, a visit. I, yeah. <laughs> 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 so basically I was struggling with that aspect of the pandemic. And I also started to simultaneously suffer so badly with brain fog um, post setting up my own business. So I was made redundant at the beginning of the pandemic and then I set up my own business. Hugo's interrupting you now. My inner misogynist, he says that brain fog is not a thing. What do you say to that? I invite Hugo to Bare knuckle boxing, cage fight. <laughs> to, to kindly take a step back <laughs> and let the lady finish speaking. <laughs> you go. <laughs> I realised that um, because obviously um, ha having ADHD, even though I didn't know it at the time, my obvious response to being made redundant was within two weeks to have set up an Instagram account and to have found a client to make a podcast for. Um, with very little planning or thought gone into it at all, just completely impulsive and driven by the excitement of something new and absolutely rolling with it and loving it. That's what I did. And then as I got busier and busier, my organization, my poor executive function that I now know it was started to rear its ugly head. And I, I, re I was really, really struggling. I completely burnt out. I felt very, very anxious all the time. Sleep was awful. Um, and I That's actually- another show. You're on the wrong. Is this too deep? comedy? Is this too deep? Okay. Just lighten it up a bit. Go to sort of boohoo shopping, funny things you've done. That type of thing. <laughs> no one wants to uh, hear about your anxiety. They don't know you yet. Come on, you've got, we've got to engage them, audience. And then you take them on the journey into your pain. If you go straight into the pain, they'll be like, I don't care about my own pain. All right. So I got some counseling on the NHS. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, they were not for me, really not for me. And then I just happened to notice something on Instagram, one of those like infographics that's like, women, ADHD in women and how it differs to men. And I thought, oh, that's interesting. Swipey swipe through the little carousel of informative graphics. And I thought, oh, I've related to every single one of those points. Click on that hashtag. 
Oh, here's another post. Absolutely relate to every single thing here. Oh, procrastination, being sensitive to rejection, always late, always people pleasing, always anxious. Yeah, I think that I think that might be me, but I can't possibly have ADHD because I it would have been picked up in school, etc. Uh, and then off we uh, go on a rabbit hole. Uh, Hugo again. Hugo. Hugo, do um do interject. Hugo, hang on a minute. What do you say? He says that the list that you've just described, sensitive to rejection, overwhelmed, stressed, is the condition of modern living. Uh, I would say to Hugo that the symptoms on that list are definitely experienced by pretty much everybody at various points in their lives. They're not exclusive to people with ADHD or other neurodiverse conditions. However, people with ADHD will experience those more regularly and more intensely, I think is what is what the majority of the ADHD community would say back to Hugo there. Great. He's um he's going rowing now, so I okay. can't interrupt us anymore. Okay. So and yeah, how did, I, um, then you got diagnosed and did you win the internet like I did when you did the test? Yeah, I did. Yeah. And I was gutted. I didn't get some sort of certificate because when, when I got Stick the diagnosis, up. she said, um, yes, you're, yes, you have got it. You're very much full ADHD. <laughs> <laughs> Semi skimmed. 10 out of 10. Full cream ADHD. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. whole gamut. Yeah with squirty cream on the top and like it's hard to know whether to be pleased or disappointed wasn't it when they give when they tell you those huge diagnoses yeah sorry i just had a dog it's my neighbor's dog the um what age were you when you were diagnosed because that's the thing as well we're going to talk about at some point like the age thing yeah i was 30 Mm. no i wasn't i was 31 so i was 49 so listeners should probably have more sympathy for me and less sympathy for you because your whole life's ahead of you. Yeah. That's another one you win. <laughs> I'll arrange for a badge to be sent to you. You can stitch it onto your swimming costume. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so the question we set out to answer at the top of this recording. Was, Show. Yeah. Was um, how, the, how the idea for the podcast came about. And I think we after after you got diagnosed or start or started your yesterday diagnosis journey we had lots of um just really fun phone calls where we one upped each other on all of the adhd stuff that we do and all of the stuff that we feel kind of quite validated in post diagnosis um for a lot of things that we've done throughout our lives or experienced throughout our lives that previously have felt a bit um What's the word? Faily. Faily. Yeah. Yeah. And a bit shamey. And now yeah. you can just kind of like put your feather boa on and step outside of your front door, Diana Ross, I'm coming out style and just be like, I'm always late. Deal with it. <laughs> Deal with it, bitches. Deal with it. Then to, you know, one whole episode, yourself, one whole episode should be on. <laughs> one of the things she was talking about was in trouble maintaining friendships Mm. like how people feel 
like I make friends really easily, really intensely. Mm. And then sort of people feel like I move on because I kind of deal with whatever's in front of me right yeah. then. Yeah. And so people, a lot of people have said to me, I thought you were my best friend, that kind of thing. And that's been very confusing. Mm. And um, so, yeah, I had the thing when the, 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 psychotherapist talked about that I was like oh great so I'm not an asshole <laughs> it's uh, a ADHD so we mm. should have some kind of quiz when it's yeah. like ADHD or asshole which yeah. were you in those situations yeah I like that we could probably um trademark that yeah. so yeah we had all these conversations post-diagnosis brackets yesterday and decided to shelve our award-winning um, business podcast with um, multiple listeners and exciting guests each week yeah. and some sponsorship. We decided to stop doing that and start doing this one instead with yeah. no structure, no sponsorship, no listeners and no name. Well, the one that we were doing, I mean, it's been done and there's nothing to say that we can't go back to it. Yeah. Do we, do people like us go back to things? Not sure. Uh, good point. Although I did just pick up my skipping rope today after about six weeks off. Ah, but you'll be hula hooping again and the skipping rope will be forgotten. Yeah, the skipping rope would be dead to me as soon as um, Amazon deliver my weighted hula hoop. Okay. So by the time we record next week, I will have had a treatment plan from a psychiatrist. Don't know how that's going to go. I'm quite apprehensive about that. The last time I saw a psychiatrist was 21 years ago when I was in the depths of drug addiction. Didn't go well for him. That's episode three. Or for me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so um, I'm not, yeah, I'm not mad about that. So I'll let you know how that goes next week. And we can have a list of topics. And maybe we'll have a name and some kind of a brand by next week. Yeah, we'll probably have like a billboard as well. Yeah. In, and um, an entire PR... Service. Um, strategy maybe a makeup artist yes <laughs> professional photographer the whole thing yeah whole thing. great and um it's been great don't do any of this at home and don't write in i've got enough on my plate no, i shouldn't say that should i <laughs> don't do any of what at home you know just don't i just feel like um all the adhd podcasts have this thing at the front when they say this is um um please take none of this information in the context of professional guidance um <laughs> if you if you think if you identify with any of the subjects discussed in the show and believe that you may also um have an adhd please visit your relevant healthcare professional who will be pleased to talk to you about it brackets or will they if it's the nhs not so much they all do that yeah what we could have a disclaimer about is not trying at home the thing that you were doing just before we started recording, which I'm going to explain it now. Fleur was, okay, we're recording and it's quite, it's quite warm at the moment. Um, I still don't think that it's safe to spray water onto an electric fan whilst wafting your undercarriage with cool wet maybe slightly electrocuty air how can it be wrong when it feels so right <laughs> do you think i should put that clip on social media um 
You think it would Did get, you say you, you were hemorrhaging would, followers? Yeah. Do you think that would maybe win more followers or lose followers? Do you think that would make people join real work? I think they're two different things. Okay, we'll keep them separate. <laughs> and um, we'll see you back here next week if I haven't electrocuted my undercrackers. <laughs> and I haven't done myself a mischief with my hula hoop. Or gone off, in, gone off into a spin-off. You'll probably be um, the Pan Pacific champion by next week. Because <laughs> I can't make it. Because I'm going to um, Thailand to compete in the um, mixed disco hula hooping event. Yeah. I just think there's no point in taking something on if you don't, at least to begin with, on day one, have the intention of taking it all the way. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I agree with you. Let's take this podcast all the way. I might get a leotard. I think you should. Lovely to see you. Cheerio. Bye.